The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Next on Life Today, spend Wednesdays in the Word with Bible teacher Beth Moore. What if a eulogy was spoken in advance? Oh, come on, somebody. Come on. What if somebody wrote up, no, this is what your life is like. This is what you were set aside for. What if you saw early on the kind of significance your life was going to have, the true meaning that it was going to bear, the kind of purpose that would be lived out? Make us feel welcome. Thank you, and we welcome you to life today. I'm James Robinson. My wife Betty and I are thrilled to present to you an incredible blessing in Beth Moore. She's going to be teaching literally, I am blessed. I'm just reading the title of it, and, and indeed you will be. Now, I want to ask you to do something. I want you to write down, and all of you here in the audience, now remember this because this is a gift. Stream.org, O-R-G, stream, like a river, dot org. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the people of God, the family of God. And that stream is fed by tributaries of wisdom and truth and life and love and insight, knowing understanding of our times and how we can have a positive, profound kingdom effect in our day. The stream is a gift to the family of God and to the world. I go there every day, Betty. I'll stay there sometimes. It's my go-to for the news. But I'll stay there for inspiration. And I am meeting people that are so full of God. It's amazing. You know what you're going to see? You're going to meet, this is to Protestants and evangelicals, you're going to meet Catholics that know Jesus in such an intimate and personal way. You say, really? Really? You need to understand that he wants to lift us above all the boundaries and barriers, the walls that have not protected us, but have in many instances hurt us. Stream.org, it's a gift to you. And we together can present the greatest gift, his love. Here's Beth Moore, she's a gift. Would you welcome Beth Moore? Here she is. we're getting our theme for our present series. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing. And it goes on to tell us in verse 6, we have been blessed in the Beloved blessed. I have come to bring you three words that I believe would completely change our perspective on life, our perspective on our position, our perspective at work, our perspective at play, our entire frame of reference for how we do life. If we could get three words into our head, I am blessed. I am blessed. I don't care how simple a thing that seems to be and how many times you think you've heard it. If we began to approach life, if we are in Christ, in the truth of our circumstances, the Word of God says that because of Jesus Christ, because we have placed our trust in Him, we 
are blessed. I want everybody to try it. I want you to try it on the other side of that screen. Say it. I am blessed. I am blessed. And say it till your bones hear it. Say it again. Some woman to say, I'm one blessed woman. And I want one of my brothers to say, I'm one blessed man. Oh, I love that. I love, give me some brothers today in this room. I hope some of you brothers said it as well. We are going to see that we are blessed. I want you to know something, and this has got to ring true all the way into the depths of our beliefs. No one is more blessed than you. If you are in Christ, somebody need to hear that? No one is more blessed than you are. When you look at someone, quit saying they are as blessed as anyone I've ever known in my life unless you can look in the mirror and say, besides me (laughs) and besides my sister in Christ and my brother in Christ, no one has been out-blessed by God. I don't care how you look at them and say, that Beth, that could not be true. Look how gifted, look how talented, look how they have been um, uh, lavished in so many ways. I am telling you that in Christ, you are not the exception to that you have been blessed with every spiritual blessing. Not many of them, not some of them. You have been blessed by God with every spiritual blessing. Somebody say every spiritual blessing. In Christ, in the heavenly places. Now, here's what somebody's going to say to me. That heavenly places is the part where I begin uh, to sigh and think, what good does it do me here? Because somehow we think in our heads that if every spiritual blessing is in the heavenly places, that it's not on earth. And I beg to differ with you today. They are blessings of the Spirit, but they are very much for this world. The only reason you and I are still here after we receive Christ as our personal Savior is so that His blessing on us can become a blessing to others. It's for this earth. It is not of this world. The blessings in our lives that are, are so rich in Him, every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms, they are not of this world. But make no mistake, girlfriend and guy friend, they are for this world, for this world. We act out of them every single day of our lives. We've been called to life in the Spirit, and every one of these spiritual blessings play into that. Now, I want you to see something with me. I was thinking this morning because these words, as uh, we were coming over here in the car to the studio today, kept going through my head. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. And we were driving early this morning. It really just barely um, having the sun come up. And the sun was shining right on a beautiful green sign with the word Starbucks on it. And I thought, (laughs) I am blessed. I am blessed. And the line was so long in the drive-thru that that I, I went on in to get it because nobody was inside. So I went inside to get it. I ordered my dry cappuccino and she said, listen, this is your lucky day because this barista right here makes the best cappuccino on the planet. I went, it is because I am blessed. (laughs) I am blessed. I walked all the way up the car going, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. So there are two basic categories for life for us and that is not a blessing and a blessing. Some things are not a blessing. We are going to see we are absolutely steeped in blessing. Now look back at that word where it says in verse 3, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. So you've got blessed, blessed, and blessing. All of those words come from the same basic Greek word, eulogeo, eulogeo. 
I want to spell it to you because when I do, you will get a little clue about how it connects to a word in our English language. So if anybody wants to take this down or we'll have it come up on the screen, here's how you spell it. E-U-L-O-G-E-O. E-U-L-O-G-E-O. Eulogeo. Everybody say it with me. Eulogeo. Say it one more time. Do you see any English word that you attribute to any particular ceremony in our um, human traditions? What word do you see in it? Anybody? You see the word eulogy. Only this is a really interesting eulogy because you and I are accustomed to eulogies that are said after the fact. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Has anybody in this room or on the other side of the screen ever pictured what your funeral would be like? I'm not trying to be morose. I'm just asking you. Have you ever wondered when it's all said and done what will be read over you and said over you when you were gone? And it's a strange thing because it will not affect you at all. You know, we wonder what it will be, but it may bless somebody else in the room, but actually, you know what? It's done for you regarding how you're going to live out that earthly journey because, you know, it's too late. A eulogy that is spoken at your funeral it may be right on time for somebody there as your loved one, but it is too late for you. But what if a eulogy was spoken in advance? Oh, come on, somebody. <laughs> come on. What if somebody wrote up, no, this is what your life is like. This is what you were set aside for. What if you saw early on the kind of significance your life was going to have, the true meaning that it was going to bear, the kind of purpose that would be lived out, what your life would be like in Christ, that you are called, that you are gifted, that you have been redeemed, that you have been transformed by him. What if you got to see that in advance instead of after the fact? It is a word that means that E-U on that Greek word and in our English word eulogy means good. That L-O-G-Y in, in eulogy um, or the word that we would have L-O-G-E-O in the Greek, that means to speak. So it means to speak well of. What I want you to understand is that our God spoke our eulogies in advance. Why? Because if we were dead, it would be too late for our eulogy to affect us. It has been told to us in advance, so girlfriend, so godfriend, we will step up and walk in it. He already wrote it up. How meaningful your life is. How blessed you are. What has been entrusted to you? What a difference you were called to make in your sphere of influence. What if we stepped into that? Calls him the blessed God. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. That particular word that is attributed to him means praise to be to him. And it means that we speak of him. The one who is well spoken of has spoken well over us. I want you to understand something today. Your God has talked behind your back. <laughs> and it was good. Anybody? Yeah. I, I, if you hear somebody's been talking behind your back, that never is a good feeling until it comes to God. And he's been talking behind your back, but he's also made sure he's talking right in front of your face if you're looking at his word. Here's what I love about it. His eulogies double his prophecies. In, in our human traditions, especially in the West and in many parts of the world, our eulogies are speaking over our histories. No, 
not in Ephesians chapter 1. Our eulogies are spoken as prophecies given to us. This is what your life has been set apart for. I want you to see it because it is such a beautiful thing to understand what has been spoken over us so that we will begin to step into it. Because I'm going to tell you something, I am absolutely certain there are people, although they would not word it this way perhaps, others of you have, that just think, listen, I'm just like, I'm cursed. This family's cursed. So, I mean, it's like something is just on us. And you need to hear today, you are not cursed. You are blessed. Look at one another and say, I'm blessed. All right, now, here's what I want you to see. Paul is coming from as Jewish a background as a writer inspired by the Holy Spirit could possibly come from in the Scriptures. A Hebrew of Hebrews, he was a Pharisee among them, and I don't just mean that in in the negative term. We think of it according to um, the picture of the um, legalists in the Gospels. I'm talking about he had moved as far up in the sect as he possibly could have in that Jewish belief system. So, He's giving in the very beginning of this portion of Ephesians chapter 1 what is called, and commentators call it this, he is casting this in a form of a baraka, a baraka. That is the Hebrew word for blessing. The Hebrew word for bless is barak, and the Hebrew word for blessing, to speak a blessing over someone, is to speak baraka over them. And that is exactly what he's doing in these portions. You want to hear something really crazy? I can't even tell you for sure what the connection is. We can't find it for anything. Anybody will just declare in concrete, this is what it is. But the word Barak, which is the Hebrew um, for, uh, for bless, that word comes from the word in Hebrew that is for the knee. It means the knee and it means to kneel. So there's something about the blessing that is connected to kneeling. And it could have two forms to it. In other words, we kneel in our thinking. uh, When we praise God, when we exalt Him, when we lift Him up, we are going down in order to do it. So there's this picture of when I bless God, when I praise Him, when I speak well of Him, I'm going down. It's like on my knees and I'm lifting Him up. But there is also the picture, now again, I can't give you this in concrete, but there's this sense in this picture of what the connection could be, that we also receive our blessing on our knees. Now, this is what I want you to understand because somebody watching this series is going to say, I'm afraid I'd sound arrogant if I just went, I am blessed. I am blessed. This is not arrogance. This is appreciation. Appreciation. This is having the attitude that on our knees, I have been mercied and graced by God who has lavished me in Christ Jesus out of no doing of my own. This is appreciation. How often would you want somebody to have given you something that you would not even receive? What if you didn't receive it? I brought a little visual aid with me this time that I want you to see. This was a gift to me from a good friend of mine who worked for about four years in the White House. 
And I want you to understand that this is a replica of the China of Abraham Lincoln. It is his issue. This is his teacup and saucer collection based on his original China. Of course, just a replica. It's got its little um, a certificate of authenticity that goes right with it. And I keep it in my office all the time. Now, I'm a big coffee drinker, so every single day I'm pouring something into a cup. But you want to hear something? Never once have I poured anything into this cup. Never once. It just sits on a shelf. And I think, man, that is a beautiful cup. Man, I wonder what it was like for Abraham Lincoln and his wife to pick up this cup and sip from this cup. But I'm never going to sip from this cup. Even after this lesson, I might not be likely to sip from this cup. Why? Because it is Abraham Lincoln's cup. This cup is too noble for me. I'm not going to drink out of it. I am going to admire it. That is what we are doing with our blessings. We, are, we just admire them. We get in the Word of God. We're just going to admire them. Oh, that looks so pretty. It sounds so pretty. But that cup is always for somebody special, for your pastors to drink out of, for your teachers to drink out of, people in this, worship leaders. Now, they are truly gifted. No, you have got a cup of blessing. You have got a cup of blessing. And it's beautiful. And it's expensive. And we're going to start drinking out of it because I am telling you, if we would get this mentality, our entire perspective would change. If we began to walk out the door in the morning with everything coming against us, so rattled, so confused about things, and on the way to the car, our keys and our hands say, what? I am blessed. I am blessed. When somebody mistreats us, we can walk behind their back and go, well, I'm just going to tell you something. I'm blessed. You can't do anything about this one because I am blessed and my blessing is forever. Baraka has been spoken over me and I want it. I hope you get that. You are blessed. I, I don't think... Betty, any, anyone fully realizes how great the blessing is until you begin to release that blessing and that effect to others. Out of our innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. And that, that is, it's, it's what you actually see here on Life Today when we point you to someone whose life you can touch or bless. And when you're rescuing people from being trafficked, being enslaved and sold, and then you know you can do something about it. When you have the keys, not just to the kingdom, so to speak, to point them to the way, but when you have the keys to somebody's release, indescribable blessing. Watch close and see if you don't want to be a blessing in the very situation you look at. Rainey's blessings are few. Life, here under an overpass, offers little. Little in provision, little in protection. Yes, Rainey's blessings can be counted on one hand. But now, those blessings she holds dear have become targets of predators. So dangerous and volatile her environment, we felt we could only capture her story from the safety of a moving vehicle. 
মানে এই জায়গাটা তো খোলা জায়গাটা কোনো ঘর নেই ঘরের চাবি নেই তালা নেই এই তো খোলা জায়গা রাত্রিরে যে শুয়ে থাকবে তুলে যাকে ভালো লাগলো মদ খেয়ে আসলো ড্রিঙ্ক করে যাকে পারবে তাকে তুলে নিয়ে যাবে এবার যারা একটু হারামি মতন আছে যারা মারবে যাদের ঘরে ফ্যামিলি বড় তাদের ঘরে যাবে না যারা খুব এ মতন লড়ম মতন তাদেরকে তুলে নিয়ে চলে যাবে Young children are a prize to the predators of the sex slave trade. And these areas run rampant with the most vulnerable and at risk. Oi lokta esilo bihar theke estiner modhe. Estiner modhe khub mot kechilo. To kono boro meke tule liye abar irada chilo ki kake tule liye abar irada chilo jani na. Oi baccha meita ke tule liye chole gelo. Sometimes those taken disappear forever held captive and sold again and again mothers are crippled with questions unanswered other times those questions are answered ali je mere phele lala the phele dilo sab sara rat khuje je keu paine sokal bela oke millo while rainy's loss will forever haunt her she's fighting to protect her treasured ones who remain but it's something she cannot do alone. With your help, Rainy and her children can be provided the safety and security they so desperately need. I can't even imagine, I can't imagine the, the warped sense of, of uh, the mental condition for someone to hurt a little child and kill a little child. I don't understand people taking people and using them for, you know, for some kind of a traffic to, predatory uh, uh let's say some sort of a pursuit or, or for the love of money i don't understand that but they're doing it betty well what that mother rainy said she said this these are my treasure to a mother a child is her treasure but yet it's a profit to those that want to take them and abuse them and trap them and 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 mistreat them and and hurt them so badly that they never most of the time don't come out alive there can be something done. There can be some hope for Rainey and other families like that that think they're, some, sometimes, James, they come and they say that we want to help your child. We want to make life better for them. But they're just lying to them so they can get them and use them for a profit for their own cause. Well, we can, though. This is the thing you've got to understand. Just like you saw those children, we, we can help them. And I, I, here's, here's how depraved this predatory industry is. And, and I want to remind you of something. This is, this is the last week now that we're asking you to help us rescue and literally restore these that we're able to set free. All, all, over, all over the world, thousands that the missionaries and the relief workers have found, and, and $128 is the average it takes to rescue one and take care of them for a year. And we're asking you to help us with that. I'm praying many people here during this last week would give $1,280 and say, let's rescue 10. But I want you to look at something. This is something I can't even show you anymore because this, these people are so evil that when we've actually rescued some of these children, I want you to look into the, the, the greatest life center. Now you can only see those children from the back. The, these predators are so evil that now once they find out somebody's helped them or gotten them, they will try to get them if they can identify them. So even when we show you the children we rescue now, we can show you their faces. We, we are dealing with something so vile and indescribable that the only way you overcome 
is the love of God that's expressed through you. And the missionaries and workers say, we're going to take care of these children, and we are. And so much of what we do is a hidden camera too. You say, well, why do you do that? Because God loves these people that are held captive. And Jesus came to set captives and prisoners free. And that's what we do together when we support this outreach. Would you right now dial that number during this last week and say, I am going to use my bank card as a check and I'm going to make the largest gift I can. Would you do that right now? We have some gifts to send you to bless you. That's why we're here to bless you. But we're asking you to experience the greatest blessing of all, and that's blessing others. Reaching out in love and literally set people free and give them a future. Would you do that right now? You can go online, lifetoday.org. Many of you are giving that way. It's wonderful. If you mail the gift, make the check to life, put in the mail, but call us and tell us what you're sending. We really need to know, as this is the last week. Please do what you can. Innocent children, created to be happy, loved, and cared for, are being abducted and sold at the hands of violent predators. Their spirit and bodies broken under horrific emotional and physical abuse. Through Mission Rescue Life, you can reach out to save children vulnerable to sex traffickers. You can help rescue those already enslaved. And you can restore their lives with hope for a future. Your gift today of only $128 will help rescue a child and change their destiny forever. With gifts of $64 or $32, we will combine your support with others to help rescue one more child from the shame and pain of sexual slavery. With your gift of any amount, we'll send you the Songs of Freedom CD, a collection of 10 uplifting worship songs that are sure to become a favorite for your quiet time, drive time, or personal worship. In addition to the CD, you'll receive Indivisible, a powerful soul-stirring book by James Robison and Jay Richards. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,280 to help rescue 10 children, and you may request this beautifully framed canvas print of The Forest Chapel by the painter of light, Thomas Kincaid. This is the last week. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. Songs of Freedom, as I said a moment ago, you actually hold the keys to so many people's freedom. This book, Indivisible, now you remember I told you about stream.org? Go there. Go there. You, you will be glad and get your friends to go there. Here is insight that uh, many who've read the book said, if, you, if you'll read this, you really will know the way out of the prevailing darkness and you can share the joy of it. Indivisible. One nation under God, indivisible. It'll only be indivisible if it's under God. We'll send this to you just to say thanks. Thomas Kincaid, beautiful, beautiful Forest Chapel. Thank you so much for watching. Remember, stream.org. Visit it every day. Make that your go-to news site, and you'll be inspired too. Thank all of you for being with us. Bless you. And thank all of you for your help so very much. Thank you.
Catherine and Jay Wolf were just beginning to live out their dreams when tragedy changed their lives forever. Tomorrow, find out how hope heals. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.